Hi, and welcome to ProPrac. I'm Kira Brickyarek. And I'm Nicole Breeden. You're listening to How Are You Today? A spin-off series where we call an artist and check in with how coronavirus is affecting them and ask them to share their worries and their hopes for the future. Hello, this is Sophia. Hi, it's Kira. Hi Kira, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And Nicole's here as well. Hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> nice to meet you both over the phone. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Oh no, it's my pleasure. Cool. Um, well, we'll launch right into it and ask you, how are you today? Um, I'm okay today. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful day. I just went on the walk with my dogs. Oh. And yeah, it's feeling, feeling like a good day. Do you want to tell us if you've been affected by COVID-19 personally or in your practice or both? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's definitely affected everyone to different extents. I've been sort of reflecting a little bit on how it's affected me. Um, in terms of, I think it's been quite challenging in some respects to um, see what's happening around the world and also um, be quarantined at home. And But then I also see, um, I also struggle a lot with motivation as well at the moment and this feeling of being unproductive. So I've been trying to be a bit kinder to myself and tell myself that, you know, it's um, it's okay to rest when you need to and not to, um, I guess, guilt myself. And I know this is probably a common feeling amongst lots of people. Yeah. Um, the kind of what, like, I don't know, I feel like the, the kind of thinking that we need to come out of this with like a brand new project or a new book or all of that, like that doesn't suit everybody. Um, yeah, so I guess I've been trying to use this time to spend with my family and to kind of take care of my health, which is something that um, I think previously with work and so forth, it wasn't necessarily something I had prioritised until it was like, so I'm trying to just prioritise those things. Um, but yeah, every day is different. Some days it's hard, sometimes some days it's not. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's been like a, um, it's been like a pause, I guess. Yeah, well, kind of leading on from that, have you been working on any projects kind of um, prior to us um, being in isolation that you have put on pause? So I was pretty much working right up, up until um, lockdown. So I had just finished a show in Sydney. Um, I had just curated a show in Sydney that had closed in February and um, I was doing, I remember I was part of a panel discussion at the NGV at the book fair and then the following day they announced that like the NGV is closing. So that was quite a surreal, like we were all there on that day not knowing that announcement was coming. But also like all of us I think were feeling really uncertain at that point. Um, <clears throat> and there weren't many people in attendance, for instance, at the book fair, I think because of the pandemic. Um, so um, I was working towards an exhibition with um, the Australian Ceramics Association, which was their kind of annual members exhibition, which was meant to open in May. Um, so that was about two weeks ago, it was meant to open, but that's been postponed till 2021, um, which I think, I mean, that was kind of quite, um, I think, you know, I'm glad that it has another date in the future, but I think it has been, um, I, I guess it's like the best scenario or best outcome um, in the possible, in the kind of current 
um, climate. But um, I guess it's been kind of strange to have worked on something quite consistently for a year mm. and then right at the end when you're about to present it, it gets put on pause. Um, but, but I think, um, but I mean, I guess thinking about these things, I also recognize like how incredibly um, lucky and privileged um, I am as well to have these things to work towards. So I'm trying not to like um, take it on as like anything that's um, too too difficult or too, I, I guess I guess the main thing is like um, learning to um, let go of things that are outside of my control. Have you been working on any other projects that are non-art related while you've been in lockdown? Um, so at the start of lockdown um, I set these like I guess I don't know whether I would call them goals or I just kind of thought about you know, what's important? So I thought, okay, family is important, health is important, and, like, taking care of my mental health is really important um, and trying to support others in the best way that I can. So I kind of made a list of things to do, but actually looking back on it, I haven't done many of the things on the list. And <laughs> I think that's okay. So I wanted to read a lot because I was like, finally, I have time to read. I wanted to, um, like, kind of work on some of my own craft projects or in, like, personal things that aren't necessarily for anybody but me um that hasn't really happened because animal crossing came out and <laughs> <laughs> according to my nintendo switch as of this week i have put 400 hours into the wow. game wow yeah i don't know whether to be proud or embarrassed but there it is um so <laughs> that's like what neither i don't know <laughs> i guess it's just what it is yeah I, I guess yeah i'm just letting letting that go as in like letting that guilt or the shame go and just be like, it is what it is. Um, I've also been, um, I started teaching this, um, this year. So um, for the last few weeks, I've been um, teaching online. So that has also been something new for me to do that's kind of um, used up some of my time. And for me, the teaching, um, I've, I've enjoyed, what I've enjoyed about it is that it still kept me quite engaged with other people, not just, not my friends per se, but, you know, like students and peers, um, but also it kind of forced me to keep reading and to have a kind of um, schedule, I guess, yeah. to that. Um, I think, I think one of the hardest things was because I was sort of freelancing before, well, maybe not hard, because I was already sort of freelancing before the kind of sh this um uh it, that kind of uh lack of nine to five isn't really the issue for me I think the issue for more for me was what do I do with like a lack of motivation when everything or a lot of things are on hold or there's a general sort of like anxiety and kind of um you know like there's a kind of heaviness amongst myself and my peers and um you know so I think um the teaching has actually been a, a, a nice way to sort of keep a dialogue going keep thinking about um yeah keep thinking about things and keep on having conversations that's um it's really interesting that kind of uh feeling of no motivation and i think that um when we entered into um isolating yeah there were so many people being like this is the time that you can do all those big projects that you've been putting off Part of me though was like, but what for? Like, we don't know what future we're going to have and we don't know what, um, when we emerge, what what will still be here and what won't be um, in terms of the arts. And so 
um, I think that that like for me that definitely kind of played into that idea of like not feeling motivated because oh. yeah mm. there was just no what future yeah. mm-hmm. completely and I think also with the motivation um, I guess the thing is that kind of narrative about artists resilience or artists being able to overcome anything and create something amazing while I don't want to like discredit you know the resilience that artists and art community does have I think it can very easily then um, like obscure the fact that all of us are going through a pandemic Mm -hmm. it's totally acceptable for you to not be working and this kind of unhealthy um not unhealthy maybe that's the wrong word this sort of like um uh and I know I do this myself too like I I expect so much of myself um and I think I had to kind of come to terms with whether that was really sincere or whether that was just a product of this sort of um market I've been reflecting on um at this time how important it is that you know even for us like the content that we're producing it reflects the fact that you know we don't have access to the resources that we normally have like the studio that we normally record in we're doing it at home and it's kind of okay you know for maybe the production quality to reflect that a little bit that it's that it's we can't always you know pull a rabbit out of a hat um in the middle of a pandemic and it's it's important for the world to kind of see that that artists aren't you know magicians Totally. And I think um, for me, it's also led to a little bit of, um, I guess, soul searching in terms of what kind of arts industry I want to be a part of and I want to work in. Um, I feel like um, there has been, um, there's like two sides to this. It's like on one side, you know, seeing, seeing how little support the arts gets um, and how you know, how easy it was to leave artists and arts workers behind through, you know, the government schemes and support and so forth, seeing that, but then also seeing that maybe that there is a kind of over-reliance on um, funding in those kind of ways and maybe the arts is becoming more and more mm, removed or out of touch. I don't know, like grappling with both those things to be true at once, not, um, I guess, not like saying one is true, more true than the other, but I guess it's like, I guess grappling with the contradictions and thinking about why it is that the arts have this sort of like, uh, like this kind of public perception and, you know, and I guess thinking about um, when we're talking about supporting the arts or like having funding for the arts, who is still being left behind or, you know, who who is the audience that we're bringing, that we are like aiming for and all of that. Like I've been thinking a lot about that and a lot about like, post-pandemic I don't want to go back to normal because whatever normal was before you know now you can kind of see all the gaps much more clearly like they were always there but now it's quite more pronounced you can see it in in yeah um so I guess I mean there's a really great article that um Naomi Riddle wrote on Running Dog kind of touching on these topics and yeah that's a that was a really good read um you know thinking about this kind of like the kind of (laughs) <laughs> dual consciousness I guess that art and arts workers have in one hand often being exploited and underpaid and therefore you know it's completely within our prerogative to kind of demand for better conditions and better work and so forth but also having to recognize our own positions of privilege and being able to but that not meaning that we shouldn't 
you know anyway it's just like there's just a lot to kind of grapple with and I and I and I hope that this is something we kind of keep on thinking about as well um, I see a lot of organizations just like rushing to open and rushing to get back to normal and part of me is like hey let's like think about what we can do differently so that next time if anything happens you know who are we protecting or who what support systems do we have in place you know so yeah is there anything that you're currently worried about um like everything (laughs) Uh, i'm worried about i I don't want the pandemic to be a lesson that's not the right way but i guess like what i said is i'm i'm worried about um just continuing to perpetuate um these sort of systems that are already in place and for example you know uh, everything is interconnected so what's happening with black lives matter what's happening with environmental catastrophe what's happening or what's happening in terms of the response to COVID-19 all of it is related and I just I'm really worried that as a society we're just so keen to go back to normal that we don't actually confront the problems that we have really head on or we don't do enough to confront them and I think you know there's the resistance against Black Lives Matter that we see around the world but also here in Australia like it's disgusting how um, people just want to like put their hand in the sand and not address problems head on. Um, One of the things I always tell my students is like these are the legacies that we have inherited. This is a moment of pause. What are we going to do now like as the next step? And I think, um, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm worried about the normalization or the back to normalization, if that's the word for it. Um, I'm worried about, um, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm worried about people's health, both physical and mental, and um, that there is a lot of, um, and I think within the arts community, um, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of like heaviness and sadness and also uh, but I also see solidarity and so forth. But I guess I'd like to kind of, I'd like us to, yeah, kind of confront some of those issues perhaps a bit more heads on. Um, yeah, that's my hope, <laughs> I guess, for the future. But I also know that we're a part of a pandemic, so I don't, I don't think it's fair that um, to expect anybody to, you know, be able to solve all these issues right now I think it's it's about holding space for kind of um, what people need individually as well um yeah like like for instance when I've been emailing people I've been working with or you know um artists take a while to write back to me or something or I take a while to write back to them I just say look I'm not gonna it's a pandemic I'm not gonna I, I, I don't I don't have expectations of you at this point not to say that I don't want you to do anything it's not that it's more just that I, I will not put any extra pressure on you. You just, yeah, I think that's probably a more healthy way to kind of deal with it at the moment. Um, and I'm trying to extend that same courtesy to myself as well. Yep. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing both, yeah, what you're worried and hopeful for. It's, um, there's just, there's so much. And like you said, I um, that kind of holistic approach that everything is interconnected and we can't, address one without addressing everything and um yeah it was beautifully said i'm just wondering if um you have a public instagram or website that you would like to share with us sure so just my insta is sophia tron so sophia and then t-r-o-n and then there's a link to my website from my insta as well 
Well, well, thank you so much for sharing that with us and, um, yeah, again, taking the time to speak with us today. No worries. It was um, really lovely to speak with you both. Take care. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. We respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and the elders of the lands that this podcast reaches you on today. We extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. How Are You Today has been generously supported by the City of Melbourne's Quick Response Grants. Follow us at ProPrac Podcast on Instagram or email us at ProPracPod at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Please stay in touch. We'd love to hear what you're up to as well.